This is the All Sports Podcast devoted to your favorite teams in North Texas. Welcome to Ballsy, a production of the Dallas Morning News and Sports Day. Our weekly show is proudly hosted. Okay, strike that. Our show is hosted by Kevin Sherrington, Evan Grant, and myself. I'm David Moore, and who knows, maybe we'll have a special guest or two along the way. In this episode, we'll be talking about college football. Catch other episodes by subscribing to the Ballsy Podcast on iTunes. We're also on social media. Just search Ballsy Podcast on Facebook and Twitter, and you'll be notified of the latest episode. Don't forget, it's Ballsy with a Z. Are you ready, sports fans? Ballsy starts now. Hello, everybody. Welcome into Ballsy, the Sports Day DFW Dallas Morning News podcast. I am Kevin Sherrington, joined by Evan Grant, David Moore. We're going to talk a little bit about colleges now. We we just had our Rangers podcast, and I think college is very good. College is very good. Everybody You're in favor should go. Of college. You're in favor of everybody going to college. Yes. All right, so uh, it is a bit. You know, I was doing really good on my college picks. Oh, uh, here we go. Oh, okay, here we go. And then last week it just blew up in my face. Uh, so the guy three weeks ago who was like, "Oh, Texas won't win any games out of that Oklahoma." You know, as I recall, David, you were going Iowa right State. along with all of that, and no, you were going, no, I wasn't. "Those guys really stayed." Well, no, famous, no, 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 famous last words over here. So I was out on Thursday night with uh, our mutual friend Mark Andrus. And um, big Texas guy. He's a big Texas guy. Mm -hmm. He's got three kids that went to that either went to or are attending the University of Texas. Uh, He graduated from Texas, and uh, so he said, "Well, what do you think after that big win? You know, it was great." And I said, "I see no way that they can get to the playoffs." And uh, I then was went to the Cowboy game with him on Sunday, and he reminded me, "Well, where's Texas ranked right now?" So things change pretty dramatically in college football. And as we sit here today, the Texas Longhorns are in very good position. Seventh, right? Uh, sixth or seventh? No, I believe, I believe, that's, I believe that's nine. But no, no, no. No, no Oklahoma's nine, I think. Look, look at the rankings there. This is good that we don't know the rankings. Right? But, but anyway, here's, here's, the, here's the thing about the, those, uh, those Texas boys. Uh, they Texas they, is seven in the AP poll. They went to, and of course, this is before the CFP rankings. Now, these 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 rankings mean little to nothing. But uh, we have uh, after the forty-eight to forty-five win over Oklahoma. Of course, they barely held off Baylor, which I want to say that I also said that this there is trap games galore out there for Texas. There are. You and, mentioned and Iowa State. They, they did beat Baylor, right? Yeah, by six. Correct? By six. Oh, but, but they won the game. They yeah. won. Oh, what, what are you, they won Jason the game. Garrett, all of a sudden? Hey, <laughs> they did not win? Hey, Excuse Notre me, Dame I'm sorry. Is, a trap Dame's, game is when you lose, not when you win. Notre Dame is number four right now, and everybody's on the Notre Dame bandwagon, and they beat Pitt 19-14. So that, that's, that's true. But Your but, retort. But here, here's the thing. That's about, true was his retort. Here's the thing about, here's the thing about <laughs> because of Notre Dame. let's get back to my picks. <laughs> yes. There are four teams that are going to make the playoffs, all right? Oh really? Four teams Four? make the fourteen. Players? Alabama, <laughs> Alabama in. Ohio State in. Ohio State's got to play Michigan and win the Big Ten championship again. They Mike, don't. They don't have to win the Big Ten to get in. They've got to play Michigan in the regular season. Yeah. Michigan, by the way, is ranked number six, one spot ahead of Texas. All right, listen. You're going to see these things go up and down. If you remember in the first year of the CFP, TCU was ranked third. 
going into the last uh, ranking, and then fell one out. One and then dropped. One by 52 <laughs> points. One by 50 points and then dropped and then out. To, and went to seven. <laughs> TCU, by the way, is not Texas. And I think we've been over that point again. Uh, here's the problem. Texas is going to play at Oklahoma State this week. Well, wait, you only well you you named two teams that were going to the the four teams. Well, those so two, you those teams are two. in. Notre Notre Dame is probably the third. Clemson's going to be in. Okay, from and, the ACC. And if we would have had this conversation last week, you would have said Georgia would have been in. I, no, no, we, we was, talked about that was, possibility. We he said, was doubting Georgia because he thought that they would. Well, the possibility of Georgia being in was okay. Both they and Alabama go undefeated. Georgia yeah. loses the SEC championship game. Do they get in? Well, Georgia took care of that by LSU just absolutely smoking them. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's that. I mean, Georgia could still run the table and win the SEC championship. And then they're in, and Alabama might be out. No, Alabama won't be out. Okay, so then if Alabama plays and loses, if Alabama is undefeated they're going into in. that game, they're still in. Okay. Everybody wants Alabama in. Okay. And so that's what I'm saying. Alabama and Ohio State are the two most talented teams in the country, and so they're in. Uh, Washington lost last week. The Pac-12 is out. Mm. They're out. Pac-12's top-ranked team is number 12, Oregon. They are out. They are out. And I'm telling you, see, here's, here's Texas' problem now. The worst thing that could have happened was West Virginia losing to Iowa State because West Virginia was the, the next best-ranked Big yeah. 12 team. So now West Virginia, uh, they, they play at Oklahoma State this week. Oklahoma State is really bad this year. I, I really see Texas yeah. winning that What game. is worse, Oklahoma State's record? Oh, never mind. Go ahead. Wow. I don't know what that was going. Or. Uh, and then they play West Virginia next week. Now, that could have been a big game. for. It's still a big game no, for they Texas, play them on obviously. the third. It's well, still a big they game, but, but there's only November downside second. for Texas now. There's Absolutely. no upside to it. There is no upside. You, you have to win yeah. that game, and there was no – well, they got to win all these games anyway. But right. but then you, now you're And now play, if they play Oklahoma again, they have to beat them. There, there's nothing – no. Facing Texas the rest of the way, they don't see that's part. Of, there's them. nothing that's going. They, they, their vault game was Oklahoma. Yes. That's right. They that, won Oklahoma, and now another them. one was removed from them. Yeah, it's really going to be difficult yeah. for them now because now they're going to play at Texas Tech. You know, Tech's playing better. Uh, you know, I was out there at the TCU game last week. Boy, that was a bad game, uh, and and they won with their backup quarterback. Uh, who was okay uh, he, for certainly for a backup quarterback. So, and then they've got uh, Iowa State at home. That'll be a tough game. Would have been a tough game anyway, but now it looks a little bit better because Iowa State is is playing better. Uh, I, I thought that Iowa State game was in Ames. No, that's in Austin. That's in Austin. So the they don't day. have a tough Makes game on the road. Well, uh, well, they got Texas Tech. Tech. Okay. That'll be tough. You know, they lost they lost to, to right. Tech last year at home. That's a trap game, Evan. Trap, trap game. So, so that's the problem here is that it's the, a trap. They can't, they can't make a big jump on any of these games. That was a Star Wars reference. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the only game that they give them a big jump is the Big Twelve Championship game, beating Oklahoma. They beat Oklahoma twice. Well, then that, then they've really done something. But Kevin, when you're when you're now Oklahoma's at, behind them, when right? You're at yeah. number seven. Yeah. You don't have to do you, you don't have to do a whole bunch of vaulting. But that's There's, number that's number seven in the AP rankings. I, we don't know. So I'm going. T- I'm telling you right now, mm-hmm. those coaches on the CFP committee are going to look at the Big Twelve this year and they're going to say, "Man, this league stinks." And I, I'm just telling you, it does. The defense is terrible. Every, everybody's defense is terrible. And the calling card on the Big Twelve has always been, "Well, at least we play offense." Right. Well, they don't even do that anymore. The, the only true Big Twelve team is Oklahoma. Okay, but Oklahoma has a tremendous offense. But, it's, it's just as good as anybody's in the country. But, but they're, we're, they're we're not going to be in too much disagreement here that Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame, LSU, that's your top five right now probably. 
Yeah. Okay. Even LSU with their loss. Yeah. Even with their loss. Well, beating Georgia, that was pretty big. Yeah. Um, Michigan. Well, of course, Texas has got <laughs> Texas has got a Maryland loss. That is yeah. the worst loss. Now, the Maryland yeah. hadn't been bad this year, but that's the worst loss of anybody in that top ten. I'm betting. I don't. I don't know off the top uh, off the top of my head. I bet that no one's got a worse loss than that. Well, yeah, it's the worst loss because uh, Alabama's undefeated, Ohio State's undefeated, Clemson's undefeated, Notre Dame's undefeated, LSU's losses at Auburn. Uh, no, no, at Florida, Florida. Yeah, LSU's losses at Florida, Michigan's losses. Notre Dame has Michigan lost a game? It's, well, you can look on there. Does it say that they've lost a game or not? I thought Michigan. Would... You're looking at their records, aren't you? No, I'm just looking at the poll. Oh boy, I wish I, I wish I was uh, more astute. I love keyboard clatter on the. It's, oh, it's really good. It kind of adds something, doesn't it? He's not. He doesn't really have that up there. He just gets it. a mood light. They lost. Like... They lost by seven to Notre Dame. Okay. Okay. Michigan. Michigan's so Michigan's losses to Notre Dame. That's not a bad loss at this point in time. No. Texas is next. Their losses is to, is to Maryland. Georgia's losses to LSU. Oklahoma's losses to Texas. UCF is undefeated. Florida has a bad loss at number eleven. Yeah. So uh, when and, and it, when you get down to this point and that and that you know those teams can rise up, but you have to really be you have to really get something going on. So I, what I'm saying is that those teams at the top are going to be really hard to dislodge anyway. You know, uh, basically, Texas is fighting for one spot. Uh, they they got to hope that – The final, yeah, the the, final spots, you yeah, they have a shot at. They got to hope that uh, Notre Dame stumbles here at some point because the committee would be looking for a reason to exclude uh, uh, Notre Dame because they – uh-oh, we had the, the falling of the microphone. They had the uh, – you know, they don't have the 13th data point that everybody says is so yeah. important. So Notre Dame still ha- is at Northwestern. It's uh, a difficult game. They play Florida State. Uh, well, not they a play difficult game. Syracuse no. and they play at USC. You know, now, I don't know what mm. to make of USC beating Colorado. I think it says a lot about Colorado being overrated. I mean, I just think but, that their schedule is full of formidable opponents, and what has always trapped Notre Dame over the last twenty years is that. Some formidable opponent just puts together a decent game against them, and they're not a dominant football team. They haven't been. Do- they, I mean, they beat Michigan by seven. They beat Ball State by by eight. They beat Vanderbilt by five. They trounced yeah. Wake Forest. They trounced Stanford, which was a big win, and they trounced Virginia Tech. So they were playing pretty good against Stanford and Virginia Tech, but they've shown some degree, some ability to be vulnerable. The problem I have, you know, because people will always talk about Notre Dame's schedule, and and I remember Jackie Sherrill uh, pointing this out when he played it, when he coached at Pitt, uh, and he talked That's about That's 40 years ago, kids. Oh, so what difference does it make? We're just I, – I just want to keep – There weren't podcasts 40 years ago. Yeah, I, I, I think guess that's, that's your point. I'm just trying to keep the kids informed. The, uh, the, the point is, is that, as he said, it's always much easier to be an independent uh, because, because this is how you schedule. You schedule – a tough game, easy game, tough game, easy game, tough game. You get there in- are no independents. There's Notre Dame Army and BYU. Well, what does that have to do with it? Notre Dame is one is an independent. That's the whole point. What are, what are you railing about over there? They are an independent, so it it, it is germane to the question of the fact that it's easier to be an independent 
You don't have rivalry games. You don't have LSU, Florida. You don't, you know, you can talk all you want to about Notre Dame and Stanford, maybe, maybe or Notre Dame, USC. That's a rivalry Same. game. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. But it's also cross. It is as far across from the country as you can possibly get. You don't have these people living right next door to each other, going nuts at each other. Notre it doesn't Dame. impact their daily lives, Evan. Notre yeah. Dame, Michigan's not. No, Notre Dame and Michigan is not a huge rivalry game. Not like that. Okay. I don't think so. Not like the not that's to me that's the the whole issue of the SEC that you're over there you're banging heads with these people year in and year out and they're and they're right next door to you. That was always the thing about the old Southwest Conference. All these schools in one state, you know, and and they're constantly beating up on each other. It, you you can't factor that into these equations. You know, when Notre Dame's playing you know, Wake Forest one week and playing Stanford the next. I mean, it's just – it's all over the map. And I don't, I don't think you generate the same kind of intensity in those rivalries that you do in the ones that when, you, when you're in the same conference with these people and you play them every year. So what I'm saying is – What I think, is wrong with you, Evan? I think that – I think that Evan, the, would, do you care to retract and apologize to him yes, right now, should. please? He should. Evan? No. You, do we, all right, Evan. Let's, let's, let's move on here. <laughs> You, you have written down here at the bottom of our. I want to. I wish we had our uh, TV on now. And, and you wrote down Dana Holgerson's name, although you call him Halgerson. Depends on the part of the country you're from. Have you seen his hair? <laughs> As I told you before we started the podcast, people who go to the same barbers that you and I go to should not <laughs> complain about people's hair. I listen. The. Bald on top, mullet in the back look is just... That's a little much. You need to cut that off. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he was he was a little fit to be tied after that loss uh, last week, which was a huge loss for West Virginia to lose. I mean, uh, listen, Iowa State's good, and, and uh, Matt Campbell does a great job, and I was surprised he didn't leave after last season, and he probably waited a year too long to go. He's going to have to build it back up again. But... Uh, he just went off about that. It was the worst offense he's ever seen. Uh, that we didn't we didn't block anybody. Will Greer blew up Will Greer's uh, Heisman candidacy, and if he still had one, um, so they they lost a lot in that game. They they couldn't afford to do that. Uh, he was also very upset about fans storming the field in Ames. Was he? Yes, he said it was very unprofessional. <laughs> unprofessional. unprofessional. The, the college fans. The college. <laughs> our job is to keep the college student, kids would storm the field. Our yeah. job is to keep student athletes in a safe place. Actually, let me say it's a this: safety concern. Most, most places, it, it, it's a little bit more important to keep the general student body <laughs> in a safe place. Yeah. Uh, when you've got thousands of people coming at you, it's not easy. We didn't have time to get them off the field. That's not good. It was dicey there for a while. We rushed the main guys off, and the rest got off on their own. Luckily, we got out of there. Um, I, LSU stormed the field. They got they got fined $100,000 by the SEC. Is that what it was? Um, but I, you know, my suggestion to Dana on this whole thing was there are three things. One, don't go on the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two... Don't be don't any, lose on the road. Don't be any good so yeah. that you're not ranked. Yeah. Um, and uh, three, cut your hair. Um, <laughs> but I, it, it it's part of college football. It's been part of college football for. No, it doesn't make it right. The, the, the safety factor, right, safety factor is, is an actual thing, and I and I agree with that. Uh, you know uh, that you need to be able to get those players off the field, uh, and I, and there's no question about that. One of these days, something bad is going to happen with that, but. You can't be saying all that when you just lost. 
you know, you need to just be quiet and just say, and you take your lumps and go home. And if you want to complain about the fans rushing, but you call the athletic director back the next day and say, Hey, listen, we're lodging a formal complaint about this. In January, Texas Tech was fined $25,000 when fans stormed the court against West Virginia and Mountaineers player Wesley Harris slugged one of them. Yeah, that was a little safety See, it was issue. a safety issue. <laughs> yeah. For the fan. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I get it. If there is a safety issue. Uh, there's a there In Georgia lore, there's this famous story about Georgia fans storming the field at Jordan-Hare Stadium after upsetting Auburn in the 80s and the Auburn people – uh, turning fire hoses on the Georgia fans. That was a little bit wrong, too. I like it. Fire hoses. Um, but it, it is part of the emotion of college football, and it just it, it goes along with it. I'd love to see it a little bit more under control. I've got more of an issue with the Patriots fans throwing beers on Tyreek Hill and then shooting in the bird after he scored a touchdown. Uh, this is college football. It's college students. There's a lot of emotion. It, 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 it kind of goes with the territory. They but, th- apparently, they are... They are uh, that guy is banned from. Uh, he was, was disinvited. Disinvited. Yeah. I believe is the yes. legal term. Yeah. Um, and I also I saw that Drew Rosenhaus said that he and Tyreek were going to try and take legal action against the beer thrower. Tyreek Hill said he wants to pursue legal action. Yeah. Yes. That's a little weak. I think it's I think it's a low class thing to do, but pursuing legal action is really ridiculous. I just well, I, you know, it's the same thing. It, at some point, like I I hear all these. I, I heard I dealt with all this stuff this week with fans on social media because I extolled the virtues of Alex Bregman as a player. Well, Alex is a very cocky young man. He's done some stuff on social media that makes him look even cockier, like posting highlight film of Nathan Ovaldi who's pitching against the Astros tonight, giving up home <laughs> runs to the Astros. With the back to back to back. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 a little <laughs> bit of trolling there, and 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 I get that. That, but on the other hand, you can't expect players to be these uh, paragons of virtue on the field if you're going to throw beer and be obscene to them. You know what? It it goes both ways. If you want to if you want to lecture players on how they should act on the field, then you better be able to to act that that way in the stands as well. I don't know. You're not going to get that out of those people. No, you're not. But I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. Then don't get on, don't get on players for being cocky. Listen, that, that that's the whole problem though with social media. How many people say that kind of thing? Is it a ten? Is it twelve? Is it fifty? You know, out of what? Out of well, know, I, have million, million, I have millions. I have millions of followers. Millions of followers millions yeah. upon millions. Yeah. And they, the, 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 I believe, uh, the last survey was one point three million. Yeah. We're upset I, about the Bregman thing. I, I think that the, the whole issue is that uh, we 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 get too worked up over a few stupid fans, you know. And and we, I, do, we do. I will say this: news has basically become like reporting what was on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, um, and that's really a scary thing. Uh, yeah. Yes, to let that happen, to let advocating the, our authority on what. Yes, yes, letting those people dictate, you know, what what we say or what we do or, or whatever. It's like not authority, know. responsibility. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, for example, I think, like, if Kevin picks college games, those should go down as the actual result. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, well, because you know, he is the authority. authority. I am the authority. That's true. So I'm really he. good at it. What else we got? We got. We haven't even mentioned the words Texas and A&M. I mean, you mean Texas A&M or? Yes. Are you calling it Texas and A&M? Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, they're the Aggies are are kind of muddling along a little bit. They struggled a little bit, uh, you know, last week. What's uh, going on at quarterback? Uh, you know, I, I it's interesting. He's he's sticking with Kellen Mond, and and 
they've got other issues. Uh, I don't know that Callen is. You know, he, he sometimes he looks pretty good. Yeah. Sometimes he, he doesn't look so good. I, I think the fact that he's sticking with him, though, I I may question other things about Jimbo Fisher as a coach, but I'm not going to question him too much on how he handles quarterbacks. Yeah. He's, he's pretty good at that. And and I like the way he's kind of handled this. He's kind of he just kind of dismisses it out of hand. He doesn't act like we're gonna no no we're gonna do this. It's like no no this is what we're doing. We're we're sticking with this guy. So you know uh, if they lose at Mississippi State, does he change for Auburn? Well, I, it depends on why why they lose. I I would think they will, will lose there. That's a tough place to play. And uh, Mississippi State's pretty good. And and A and M has not proven that it is consistently good enough to beat. Anybody, you know, they're they're a week to week proposition, much like Texas is. Again, A uh, and M's best game this year is a loss. Yeah, I mean, they just they they're just still struggling to assert themselves, you know. And that's a, the same thing we were seeing from Texas before the Longhorns beat Oklahoma. Uh, they were they would play pretty good for a little while and then kind of then take a step back. Uh, so we haven't seen the the best of the Aggies yet. Uh, I still think A and M is three and one in the SEC, and their average margin of victory in those three wins is four points. Seven. Six, they haven't three, played, and they haven't played the toughest part of that five points, uh, schedule yet either. Because everything requires them being re- compared and contrasted with Texas. Yeah. Is Jimbo Fisher's first year to this point at A and M better? Or Herman's first year. Uh, well, at I said this that. Stage. Well, first of all, you know they. I think he, he. Now they both recruited very, very well, yeah. uh, um, and done a really good but job te- with but that. Texas had had some embarrassing losses in in Herman's first. They, year. they yeah. did. He has not Early. had an. He yeah. has not had an embarrassing loss. Had they lost that game to Kentucky, even though Kentucky's good this year or better than mm-hmm. usual, uh, that would have been along the lines of losing that Maryland game. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was there's not been the and Jimbo hasn't said uh you know Tom If they were to lose at Ole Miss this year, I think that would be that would be an embarrassing loss. Yeah, especially cuz Ole Miss is not yeah, good. No. Uh so I I I think that uh you know that look, Jimbo he's been around, you know, he's won a national championship. And Tom had what you thought the first year would be. Yeah, I mean, with yeah. Him, oh, absolutely. For where they were and absolutely. What, Nothing is Unexpl- nothing. No. Yeah, I, I thought they you would look win. at and go, "Oh, well, they should have been better here. They should have done this." I thought they were eight, an eight, nine win team. You yeah. know, somewhere in there, and which you know, I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't want to hear because that was what got Kevin Sumlin fired was the, the yeah. annual eight win season. So, uh, but I think you know, you you were waiting for him to get his guys in here, get the get the quarterback situation resolved. Uh, it looks like he's getting closer to that. Um, so I I think that. Uh, from where he is right now, I think he's – I would have said at this point he was in a better place than Texas, but then now Tom Herman seems to have gotten everything kind of rolling a little bit. I, You know. See how it plays out. Well, yeah, that's why it's, you can't say Texas is back. You know, they didn't look like they were back against Baylor. Uh, you know, that you got to – and Baylor's better. But that's uh, a trap game. It is a trap game. Uh, Baylor's, Baylor's playing better. Uh, they got – their offense is starting to come along. Matt Rule's doing a good job. You know, he's he, – listen, he – it, that's a very underrated job that he's doing at Baylor. You know, that was an unbelievably difficult situation to go in there yeah. and, uh, out of, after that mess and after all the guys who left. They had a lot of good players who left. Uh, and so he's he's recruited well, and he's done a nice job of kind of uh, riding this thing and getting them back, and, and uh, they're going to go to a bowl game, I think. So, you know, I, I really – that's – 
really good. I thought they had the potential to do that, but that was one thing to put it together. Of course, the other side of it is, as I said before, the Big 12 is just not very good. You know, TCU is really off. And when TCU is off, that really hurts uh, the Big 12 uh, because they've been one of the more consistent teams. Uh, well, certainly. TCU is off. Oklahoma State's off. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I do think in some regards – even though they're in the league, it's like West Virginia is out on an island. You know, yeah, it, it, it doesn't carry they still the don't same seem weight to be of part of the fabric of regional of the those regional yeah. powers. No. No, um, that was a that's that was a mistake doing that. That was ESPN forced that down the, the Big 12's throats. The uh, but I mean, when you get past, you've got to have two other teams. You had this whole period where you went through TCU and Baylor being powerful. Uh, you went through some extent where Oklahoma State was powerful, but none of those three teams are contenders this year, and so it's basically a two. And it is interesting league. to say that the prestige of the conference is down because TCU, TCU is and not Baylor in its, suck. Yeah. Well, but, but it's true. But it's but, true because that's what those teams those teams rose when you had the power vacuum. They rose to power, and, I and that's me, how many that's how many identify the conference. Let me ask in you this, years. and I know their record would have been different, but. If you had taken Houston over West Virginia, yeah, how would the conference look at this point? You, you, it would be so much more regional, right? Yeah, I, I would listen. I, I was never in favor of the Big Twelve taking Houston. Uh, be, really? Yeah. Well, because you're not adding anything. It's it's what they always tell you. We've already got the Houston market. We don't need it for TV. It, it, now that the TV market thing is not as big as it used to be. But there's there was there's nobody regionally to add. So you end up with no. Well, that's what I said. That, that it, really, what they should have done if they were going to, you go out and you pirate the the two Arizona schools. Right. You know, you do something like that. If you had done, if you had done that, and then you're then you're going at schools that aren't that far away. They're in a different time zone, but they're at least right. not as far away as West Virginia is. And it, one problem with West Virginia is just getting there. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're 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 getting all those sports. All the way over to West Virginia, you know, it's just a mess. Yeah. So uh, Morgantown is never easy to get to, and I've no. I've only covered two games there, and I will say this: from a student fan safety, this was twenty years ago, but from a fan safety and student safety, rocking the University of Miami bus as they were trying to leave the stadium, that probably wasn't real professional either. So burning couches. Yeah. Uh, so it's it, it's a little bit of, uh, of an it, uh, Texas and Oklahoma are the two best teams, and that's what everybody always wants nationally yeah. for the from the Big Twelve. They want to see in Texas and Oklahoma, so they are the best teams this year. There's no question about that. The problem is is that uh, that the other teams have sunk so far. Uh, they're either mediocre or worse. Uh, that it's not helping their image by beating them, and and these were all schools that could still beat yeah. Texas or. or most of them are going to have trouble beating Oklahoma because they're not going to have enough defense to slow that down. That, 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 that's the thing about Oklahoma. Now, that is a world-class offense. Those, some of those guys are going to be playing in the NFL. And uh, those wide receivers. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and we talked about the fact that Kyler Murray is such a great athlete. Uh, so they, they are really good. They just were so terrible on defense. Um, that everybody else in the Big 12, they could just we're just going to outscore yeah. you. Uh, but you know, this all that. gets to how the conference is viewed in the national perception because you're still very suspicious of Texas because of yeah. 
what they haven't done lately. Right. And you follow them more closely than people around the country. So imagine how suspicious they are. Of, of, you know, well, I mean, it, and it's just now, but like you say, I mean, there's just always like, yeah, there's a there's a right that Texas and OU and that that is when the conference is always at its best. And and historically, that is true, but it hasn't been true for a while no oh my gosh 10 to 12 years no uh, texas has been a long time being this good you know they're they they look like they've got i think a lot of things going on but then they get sam ellinger hurt and then you know shane bouchelle has to come in and and he did a nice job and uh and they think that they haven't made a a ruling yet about whether ellinger will be back this week you know at oklahoma state I think I'd start Shane Bouchelle in that game mm-hmm. and uh, and let uh, Ellinger get better and uh, let him come back after that on the second. So uh, we'll see. Uh, I think that you know it'll be interesting. You know, as as things roll along here, if they continue to if Texas continues to win, if they can uh, kind of incrementally move up, if the CFP will respect what they've done. Um, uh, my guess is that they'll be when the CFP comes out, they'll be a top ten team. But I would be surprised if they were much higher than eight or nine. You know, I, I would really be surprised by that. Uh, I, I and, and it, you know what? It may not make a lot of difference this year because those top teams, boy, they look really locked into me. I think that they're going to love they're going to love Alabama and Ohio State because of the athletes on the team. They're going to love Clemson for the same reason: an unbelievable defensive line. You know, those guys were. You're talking about four guys are going to play in the NFL. And so, you know, those coaches love that kind of stuff when they see that. So those, to me, look like three locks, mm-hmm. you know. And the question is, you know, what happens with Notre Dame? And, and you know, what happens with, with LSU? If LSU keeps winning, uh, you know, uh, of course, they've already got a loss. And they're going to, you know, if they at some point, uh, it's going to be difficult for them to get through the SEC, the rest of the SEC schedule. But, uh I would think that uh, that there's a good chance that both the Pac-12 and the Big 12 get shut out of the uh, out of the CFP. I think that's possible. I think it's sure. very possible. Yeah. All right, let's get on out of here. We got to get out of here. Uh, we we've got a Rangers podcast in which we talked about the managerial search and what the Rangers might be looking for in a manager. Uh, we uh, just talked about colleges uh, and Texas CFP hopes, which you know I would put them at about 25 percent at this point. Uh, and uh, and then we're going to talk about the Cowboys and and my gosh, they won a game. Well, there's CFP hopes. <laughs> I think they're probably less than Texas. Uh, so from everybody in here to everybody out there, thanks and goodbye. Thanks for listening to the College Football Ballsy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our weekly episodes on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter too. Just search the Ballsy with a Z podcast. Until next time, sports fans. We'll see you.